0: Hey, everybody, we wanted to share a very quick announcement with you before the episode begins.
1: Hey, guess what? You can see our stupid faces live!
0: And hear our stupid voices live!
1: Exactly, both of those things are gonna be in the same room at the same time.
0: With you, hopefully.
1: We're doing a live show in New York City at a wonderful venue called Caveat, which is in the East Village. (laughs) Uh, We're doing a live Making Number Two show. It's go. What's the title?
0: The title is Making Number Two. Sequels equal comedy plus time.
1: Caveat is a uh, venue that's for comedy, but it's also educationally leaning. It's supposed to, like, teach you something, too. So we are doing the regular Making number 2 format where we take a movie and we spin a sequel or a prequel that shouldn't exist.
0: But we're doing that with the help of a special guest who is going to be an expert in either um, science or history in some way so that as we create the sequel, they can help sort of... um,
1: Punch holes in our dumb bullshit yeah, and tell us what's really real about science and history.
0: And if having one guest wasn't enough, what if we did you one better and had two? We're going to be joined by an incredible special guest. Our podcast, as you as a listener know, has many theatrical twists and turns in it as well. That is true. And so we're going to be joined by someone who's partied and tangoed with the best of them. We're going to be joined by Gray Henson, who was recently Tony-nominated for his performance as Damien in Mean Girls. Yeah,
1: he's really wonderful and uh, once let me eat two steaks in his house while I wore his his heels.
0: (laughs) And his hard front wig.
1: Yeah, he also wore his hard front wig. Standing. Well, you know, sometimes you're hungry and you got to eat two steaks standing up in somebody else's hard front wig.
0: It's true. And who hasn't been there? You know, it's very, right. this is a very accessible podcast.
1: So, once again, that is Sunday, July 29th.
0: It's going to be $8 at the, uh, I'm sorry, $8 ahead of time or $12 at the door. And you can find out more information about the show at caveat, C A V E A T dot N Y C. Take it away, me. Most movies are made in studios with big budgets, but not these. No, these sequels and prequels are crafted on the fly today. Never
1: see these movies. Hello, and welcome to Making Number Two.
0: On the fly pitches for sequels and prequels that should not exist.
1: I'm Allie Gordon. My
0: name's Marty Scanlon, and we create sequels on this podcast that should never ever see the light of day. And we're coming at you hard with another one. Alright. But first, Allie, how are you? Okay. Me too. I'm sore. Why are you sore?
1: I went to a workout class. What was it was called? Really hard. It was called Body Pump.
0: Did you not go to Silver Sneakers?
1: Stop. I almost accidentally went to an old person's yoga class it was called silver sneakers I should have realized silver sneakers meant old people but I liked the name so I looked at it and I read the description first and it was just like it just they made it sound really inviting and then I looked at it and it was like this will be mostly seated yoga for those with knee injuries and I was like oh I I mean I'm okay and I was like oh it's for old people.
0: I was going to sign up for a class that was called Baby's First Workout. And I was like, yeah, Baby's First Workout. And I got there. <laughs> hey, it's there. a Baby's
1: First Workout. It's a bunch
0: of damn little kids lifting barbells.
1: Sometimes there are little kids who take a group swim class at this gym in the pool. And it's very cute.
0: Baby's First Swim Class.
1: It's really cute. Like little kids in little... Like,
0: in like little like, floaties?
1: Yeah, it's really... Yeah, who like, doesn't love how, little kids? How is... Uh, so cute. It
0: actually segues very nicely into our next sequel idea that I'm coming to you with today because little babies are young
1: okay no keep going no i can't no no, i've already
0: given up no i jumped out i i put a brick on the pedal and then i jumped out of the car
1: no hurry you must finish
0: all right i was going to basically say like little kids are young and teenagers are teenagers Now, what if there was a movie that existed that had a teenager in the first movie, but then they made an unofficial sequel with the person that was younger? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Um, Yeah, well, it's called Return to Oz. That I did know. So today, I'm kind of breaking our rules a little bit. I'm making a sequel of a sequel, but Return to Oz is considered sort of an unofficial sequel. It was not like licensed by... um,
1: Then how are they allowed to do it?
0: Because L. Frank Baum... I think, lost the rights to Wizard of Oz after a certain point because the Just characters... Just
1: like, like, aging out of it
0: in time? I guess so, and I think the original movie was made in... I mean, the original characters were based off of, you know, things in, like, 1903 and 1905. Yeah. And so at some point in the 80s, they lost the rights, and so this random film company created... I don't think it's that
1: they lose the rights so much as it, it passes into public domain. Or, that's right, but... But even then, it's such an iconic movie, I feel like you wouldn't even be able to say the words, like, Dorothy Gale. Because, like, that's the thing about copyright is that a lot of stories will pass into public domain, but, right. like... You know, MGM will be like, well, you can't say Yellow Brick Road because that's copyright MGM or like whatever it is. Yeah. But I guess they don't have Yellow Brick Road and they only have fucked up things in in,
0: In Return Return to Oz. Yeah, well, they do have Yellow Brick Road, but it got destroyed by the Gnome King and we're getting ahead of ourselves. here's what
1: I... I've seen Return to Oz. It's been a really long time. What I sort of feel about Return to Oz, despite it being like a fun and exciting movie, is that it's sort of like they went to wizard of oz and went to the bottom of the barrel and they were like all right they already used this they already used this uh-huh. what's left and it's like the dregs of what makes wizard of oz fun interesting and then they were like okay come on we gotta put heads on a on a rolly thing let's hurry up
0: excuse me it's a couch
1: <laughs> heads on a couch yeah the gump doesn't it roll no okay
0: it flies
1: can i be honest
0: you don't remember the movie
1: i have to pee so bad <laughs> i'm gonna go do that I'm and then entertain we entertain our listeners when we come back oh my god
0: yeah i'm gonna entertain our I'm listeners while up you pee microphone. i'm next. gonna do my can own yeah i'm gonna do a solo podcast okay. this is called what's the name of the podcast i'm gonna do two minutes of a solo podcast
1: um, it's called um uh it's called fire on the mountain
0: fire on the mountain the grateful dead fan podcast. okay fire on the mountain a grateful dead fan cast <laughs> well howdy there stranger it's me doris dank here my first name is doris and my last name is dank and that's not just my name from all that dank shit i smoke it's also my favorite band in the world the grateful dead today we're diving into my favorite grateful dead song which is of course this next one hey siri play the best grateful dead song what
1: does siri think the best
0: now i'll tell you why this is my favorite song i love the way that it bounces and jumps oh she's back from the bathroom damn it i was doing so well hey siri pause no
1: don't no, pause siri don't listen to him siri, <laughs> siri <laughs> keep going
0: siri, all right continue. well i can't wait to cut oh. all of that
1: no don't cut it
0: i mean okay welcome back
1: um what did what did you talk about
0: uh I you did... know what don't tell me okay <laughs>
1: Did you ask her to play the best Grateful Dead song? I think I
0: said just play some Grateful Dead song. You
1: didn't say, hey, Siri, play the best Grateful Dead song? Because you love know. to do that.
0: I, I think I might have done that.
1: You know what? We have audio proof of whatever happened, so... No,
0: we don't. I just destroyed this. I couldn't find
1: Grateful Dead songs you love. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like she's our <laughs> idiot daughter.
0: Yeah. She's just like, I'm cereal. Like, We're like, it's 7.30, yeah, babe. Yeah,
1: or just like, just like stumbling into the room being like, I couldn't find... Then <laughs> you're like, we didn't ask you to. It's yeah, she, okay. like
0: enters the room holding a bunch of blocks. Yeah,
1: He's like, I she's couldn't like, find blocks. I couldn't blocks. find
0: your pants. It's like no one asked you to <laughs> find them. I didn't ask pants. you
1: to do that. Okay, so return to Oz. I'm not I don't have to pee anymore.
0: Uh, well, yeah, I would hope so after peeing.
1: Well, you never know.
0: Okay. Well, return to Oz. Look. Listen, the logistics of return to Oz for this are not particularly important as far as licensing goes. All you need to know is the general plot of return to Oz.
1: Dorothy is back from Oz. Uh, Oz. It's been about six months. The tornado made her smaller.
0: <laughs> and the tornado made <laughs> her spun smaller. It around
1: so fast that <laughs> she, she aged Yeah. And she's fruze a now.
0: Yes. And she's having like flashbacks. Or and she, don't like, people can't... think she's crazy? Yes. So she okay. can't stop talking about Oz. And so they send her to a doctor who puts electric shockers on her head and tries to zap the Oz out of her.
1: Okay. So it's already fucked up. It's already fucked up.
0: That's the first time.
1: I, I of remember that. the movie being straight up just up and down fucked up
0: yeah it's just a dark movie so then uh, basically she gets rescued by ozma who's like the princess of oz yeah and she goes into oz she uh, she returns to oz and she should be a title oh that's a good idea well my sequel is called return to return to oz okay um and it's essentially return to oz meets the never-ending story this is the
1: first time we've done a sequel of a sequel i
0: already said that we we are gonna get to the pitch here go, it, get go it's called return to return to oz and it's basically the never ending story meets return to oz okay so in the free in the narrative framework of the never ending story you have bastian who is running away from the bullies at his school and he goes up into the school's attic to read this book that the guy was like don't go up there you'll never come back down if you come up there wait a minute
1: doesn't he get the book from like an old german dude
0: yeah he gets the book from a bookshop and he's like but
1: then he goes to the, yeah, and the attic yeah the guy's and like nobody
0: it. ever goes in nobody ever comes out
1: of the attic of the school.
0: Yes, he that's goes, a fucked up read... thing
1: to say about any part of any school. No, he
0: doesn't say that. He says, "Don't read this book, or you'll you'll become you fucked know, up." Yeah, you'll get fucked up, and you'll then have a the...
1: weird name like Moonchild.
0: Exactly. And the kid steals the book, and the the guy goes like this.
1: Yeah, he smiles all creepy. I
0: just smile creepy. Yeah. Um. So anyway, my thing with Return to Return to Oz is Return to Oz is already such a weird cult classic movie that I want to make a movie that is about someone who really loves Return to Oz. Okay. So I want this movie to be like a kid um, who discovers Return to Oz and becomes, like, obsessed with it. And um, in watching it over and over and over again, starts to notice small details and things like that. And then one day, I don't know how it happens, but they're, you know, watching it and there's a thunderstorm. And, like, there's, like, a flood at their house and the lightning strikes their house at the perfect time. And this person finds themselves... Um, you know, like this young girl or whatever finds herself transported into the world of Return, Return to Oz. Oz.
1: So it's kind of a little bit like Rockadoodle Doodle meets
0: I don't know Return what Rocka Doodle is. Have
1: you never seen Rocka Doodle? No. Holy shit. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably not a very good movie, but I loved it. And it's like
0: Was it like a weird Australian kids movie?
1: No. Stop. I feel like I feel
0: like all your references are Australian <laughs> kids movies that no one knows.
1: It was like a weird Don Bluth movie that was part live action at the beginning and then he got transported into a cartoon and it cool. was a cartoon for the rest of the thing. Yeah. And it was like um this little kid who like lives on a farm, I think. Um Rockadoodle farm. It's just like a farm. And his parents always read farm. him a story at night about this really cool rooster named Rockadoodle.
0: And there's a hen in Return to Oz named Belina. Okay. She's a really cool well, she's actually kinda of matronly, but
1: that I don't know how a hen cool? can be matronly. <laughs> It's like when he thought the the fairy was hot. Okay. I still think that's so funny. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Um, anyway. So th- there's like a big storm at the anyway, oh, 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 so Rockadoodle, the story about him is that he's like so cool and everybody loves him and he crows and makes the sun come up. Everybody like worship not they worship him. They think he's cool. He's like Elvis. And they're like, Rockadoodle, and then he crows and the sun comes up comes up. And then one day he gets like distracted and the sun comes up without him crowing. Oh, and everyone's like, shit. Rockadoodle's a sham. He's a fraud. Right. And then that's like the end of the story for then. And the kid's like, okay. And then there's like a huge flood. And then the kid gets zapped and he gets turned into a tiny little cat or mouse or something. And
0: does he get to hang out with Rockadoodle?
1: Yes. And Rockadoodle's depressed and goes to Vegas and like is like a crooner. Everyone's like, boo. And he like, I know. It's is kinda... it like Big
0: Bird goes to Japan where it's like really lonely?
1: I don't know. It's very, it's kind of a fucked up movie. There's a big scary owl who wants to take over the farm. Yeah, and he's the one who's like, rock-a-doodle can't do anything. He he'd make the sun come up at all. And then the farm gets taken over kinda like scars. What does an everything.
0: owl do? An owl turns his head around. He's
1: really scary. Yeah, what does he do though? He plays the organ. Oh, good. Like the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> it's really he's very frightening.
0: The Phantom of the Opera is a creep.
1: Phantom of the Opera's a goddamn fucking
0: a creep. creep. And a, freak. a stalker
1: and a freak. I hate him. We're so... <laughs> anyway in, in, wait
0: what were you about to just say
1: something about rockadoodle
0: no no you were gonna say we're so we're so off topic oh thank you for once i don't have to say it <laughs>
1: we're just so off topic
0: all right so let's go but back also topic. ellen green
1: is in rockadoodle and she's so good
0: i like ellen burston better
1: i mean who doesn't like ellen Burstyn? but you know you like ellen green don't deny it
0: okay ellen Burstyn is gonna be in return to return to oz i love okay. ellen green too can um, she be
1: in it also she seems like the kind of person who would be like a fucked up person ellen like,
0: green is somewhere that's green right yes okay Somewhere That's Green.
1: Right. But she's the one who's like standing at the end Please of the tell hallway. tell me that she like, had a
0: solo show called Somewhere That's Green. No clue. Or like a Broadway cabaret. No clue. All right. Copyright. Nobody take TM- my champion. idea. I'm doing a drag Ellen Green called Somewhere That's Green. Let's, hear your, all let's of... hear
1: your best Ellen Green then.
0: All right. Hold on, mister. You've got to be careful. Otherwise, he's never going to find me. Okay. This is basically Allie's version of a standing ovation. It's her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay return to re- I, mean, I, was like, I mean i i'll give it to you, I, you. I don't think if, if somebody was like who is this and they did that i'd be like a scared woman but if you're okay, like that was you're... ellen green i'd be like yeah that was all thanks
0: for dialing thanks for dialing back the praise already <laughs> no it was wonderful look return to return to oz there's this girl let's call her gemma because that's an interesting name okay um
1: like now we know what marty thinks is an interesting name
0: okay fuck you her name is gemma and get out of my podcast <laughs> Um, and she is like watching Return to Oz and her parents are like, her her mom, Ellen Green is Uh like, is like, Gemma, you have to watch something else. You have to expand your horizons. Why don't you read the books about Oz? And she's like, no, the books aren't as dark as Return to Oz. She
1: likes that they're fucked up.
0: Yeah. She like likes the Gnome King and she likes TikTok and all the classic characters. Yeah, of course. TikTok is the greatest. Um, and I just want to insert a little bit of TikTok's March here because it's always stuck in my head.
1: It is always stuck in your head. Is that enough time? No.
0: My phone has been playing silent music. Listen to this.
1: What do you mean silent music? There's no such thing as silent music.
0: My phone has been playing The Grateful Dead on low this entire podcast. I'm very sorry if anyone could hear No, this hear is good. Casey Jones.
1: Casey Jones. Okay,
0: we gotta keep going.
1: So the kid's name is Casey Jones, and they're like, Casey, why are you always watching return to oz why don't you just watch the original movie like any other child
0: she's like no it's dark and it's interesting and it understands me it's about a girl whose parents don't zap her her head yeah they zap her head dr frankenstein
1: maybe your parents are both doctors
0: yeah that's good um yeah they're both psychiatrists Uh uh-huh and they don't let her watch the beginning of the movie because it's so messed up it's so
1: fucked up and nobody should be watching the beginning of that movie so
0: there's a lightning storm and she finds herself transported into return to oz she gets there and she basically has to help complete the movie um in order to like get out, I mm-hmm. think. I was just talking to someone about this recently, that there's like a movie or something where it's like um
1: Where like the kid has to know oh, what happens in order yeah, to, like,
0: you know what it is? It's is uh it Page it's, ready, no, it's ready player one. Like the Uh-oh. book, which I couldn't finish. But I mean, that's I'm a different podcast. I, I mean, I, I'm not even going to start. I got 40 pages in, and I was like, "This is what everybody's talking about."
1: You know that if I, you know that we'll never finish this podcast if I, if you let me say yeah. one word. And about like, it. look,
0: I love young adult fiction. Like, Artemis Fowl series is one of the best fictional series written, and everyone should read it. And I, I couldn't get through Ready Player.
1: I mean, I just want to say, I just want to give props where credit is due to Ernest klein author of Ready Player One. It's very hard to write a novel. It's even harder to write it with one hand because your other hand is jerking yourself off the entire time.
0: Oh, my God. Okay.
1: (laughs) So kudos, Uh, my man.
0: I I think we're going to cut this whole Ready Player One. No, we are not. Okay. We have not even talked about the movie yet. She's in it. We're 15 minutes in. And she's
1: like, I I know what to do. I've seen this part kind of like in Page Master, where he's like, Frankenstein, there's going to be a monster. And they're like, what? Girl, what you talk about? That's not Whoopi Goldberg. And then stop. And then there is a monster. he's like, I told you. Um, I don't think Frankenstein happens in that. I think it's Jekyll and Hyde.
0: Okay. So what is our conflict though? That is the like world of the movie messed up because lightning struck and she got put into it or, or what? Do you know what I mean? Like if we're, if we're looking at like the conflict of the film, obviously like she has to escape from Return to Oz. Does she,
1: does she want to? It sounds like she doesn't want to. Maybe
0: they want her to. Maybe they're like, you can't be here because we can't continue on our path if you're here.
1: Our path to what? Like, what does her presence make happen?
0: Uh, maybe it's like a video game when there's, like, invisible walls in a video game, and it's like, you can't go here yet. You need the soul stone in order to go here, Kratos. Uh-huh. Um, maybe the it's like...
1: soul stone from Infinity War, yeah, Kratos? Yeah, it was, it was a
0: really deep reference, because there is, like, a Ivaldi stone in God of War It's like, a reference to the Infinity Stone. Oh, boy. We're gonna cut this whole podcast. No, we're not. Um... Maybe it's like, you know, they, they try to go into Princess Mombi's castle and she's like, there's one
1: too many of you. I. There's one too many of you. Like, is she there, but also. Wait, sorry. Is Casey Jones there and also Fruzabalk?
0: Yes. So it's not like she takes over Dorothy's thing. It's like she is there with Dorothy. Okay. Like if Bastion could go into the never ending story, which I think he does in the second one, which is Yeah, why he does it's not do good. in the second
1: one, actually. Right, because he isn't in it. Atreyu is in it or whatever. Right.
0: Atreyu, boy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought it was the whole time. No,
0: it's Atreus.
1: Okay. Cute kid. Um, We have
0: 13 minutes to pitch an entire movie. To, to
1: nail see. this. We have 13 minutes to nail this. I'm going to do it. I also have to pee so bad. I know, Can't Marty. I know. I, All right, I go know. pee. No, no, no. Hold no, on. I'll
0: continue my Grateful Dead fan cast.
1: Let me say what I want to say first, and then I will go pee, and you can okay. marinate on it. Here's what I think, and I don't want to... I don't want to rewrite. Rewrite. That's what I think. I don't give a shit. I think that she gets zapped into it, and it can't be that they're both there, especially since Furuzabal doesn't isn't a child anymore. She's a hot girl from the craft,
0: which was also like twenty years ago. Okay. She's now the hot woman from the craft. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but seriously, she's such beautiful light eyes. Okay, okay Jesus Christ. She gets zapped into it, and she like looks at herself in the mirror, and she is Dorothy. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? Cool. So that, like, when people are talking to her, they're like, what do you mean? And they're like, come on, Dorothy. And she's like, I'm Casey. But then she, like, looks at herself in a mirror and she, like, is Dorothy Gale. Yeah, that's good. So she realizes, like, in the sort of, like, history is repeating itself type way that she needs to complete what she saw in the movie. Right,
0: that the only way to get out of the movie is to complete the, the movie sequentially in the way that she saw it.
1: Right. But here's what I also think. That's not a fun movie to watch because you know what's going to happen. Right, immediately off the bat, something, some something shit goes happens. crazy wrong. Yeah, where it's like, what's like one of the first things that happens? Like the, the lunch
0: pail tree is not there. Right. Like it's like, and she's like,
1: oh, we just have to get the lunch pail tree, and then we can.
0: And it's like, like, like actually, it, it's like actually like a tree of of hanged people. Jesus, Whoa, Jesus. No, but like they're like, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> marty can't even get over no but they thing. all
0: like But they all like uh, but they like look i'm just trying to think of how creepy return to oz was that yeah, like but there
1: weren't hanged people
0: i know but like in some kind of fantasy way it's like the hanged tree and maybe it's not people but it's like a tree with hanging roots that uh-huh. looked like people uh-huh. and they look at her and they're like what do you seek and she's like where's the lunch pail tree and they're like oh, oh, welcome Casey Jones, <laughs>
1: or what if they're like, there's never been a lunch pail tree? Yeah, that's Because for good. them in the world, this there's is the no first time There's no such thing as a lunch pail tree. Yeah, but it's like butterfly effect. If Dorothy is different, then the whole world is different. Yeah. And so she's expecting to live Return to Oz, but in reality, it can't be. She in reality, to, like, she's a
0: fat guy with a mohawk in one scene. <laughs>
1: Are we talking about shallow hal or are we talking about Jumanji? Nope. <laughs> the,
0: the deepest butterfly effect reference.
1: Oh my god! All right, now I'm going pee.
0: All right, wait. What's my other fan cast called?
1: Uh, this one is called. This one's called "Silent in the Morning." It's a Fish fan cast.
0: All right. It's all jam bands. Okay. Hey Siri, play "Silent in the Morning" by Fish. Hey Siri, increase the volume what's good everybody welcome back to silent in the morning a fish fancast i'm your host fish fancast uh just want to say to all the doobies out there we're having fun hey that was a little joke for anybody who likes punch you in the eye by fish just want to say that this is a podcast where I listen to Sound in the Morning over and over again, and talk all about how fantastic it is. This is my favorite jam of all time, and I'll tell you why. I know there's a lot of people who are going to say that they love Carini, they love a First Tube, they love a, um, you know, they love a uh, uh, Gaston. Um, but I just want to say that that's complete bullshit, and here's why. I am listening right now to this, and just hoping that Allie comes back for the bathroom soon, because I hate this bit, but I have committed this far, and I'm going to continue it. So if you like what you hear, please like and subscribe. If you don't like what you hear, turn this off, because this has been terrible. I'm so very sorry, and I really hope she comes back soon. Again, just last year... Here comes my favorite lyric, where they say, Silent in the morning, I'm silent in the morning, sounds of voices me too, silent in the morning. I love Paige's harmonies here, Page side, Rage side, it's always the page to sit on if you know where you're going. I'll be there January 1st through 90th and um, I, oh thank you Jesus. Hey Siri, stop. No, why do you always
1: stop it when I
0: come back? Because the whole point is that I was wasting all that time so that you could pee. Well... We have now eight minutes to finish this whole thing.
1: All right. Here we go. Let's knock it out.
0: All right. So she so goes to the hanged TikTok tree. No, she doesn't meet TikTok. Ever? She meets Clock Man. <laughs> I Clock don't think
1: Boy. <laughs> I don't think that they have to be knockoff characters. Yeah,
0: she meets Clock Boy, The Grump, and um, Scarecrow.
1: Wow. So Batman Scarecrow? Yeah.
0: It's a whole joint IP. I
1: feel like... Hold on. What What, what is TikTok's personality?
0: TikTok is like uh, staunch. Um, he's like, my clock has run down. Look out! I'm the queen's guard, and I'll protect her at all costs.
1: Right. So instead, she meets TikTok, and he's like, and he's, "What's up, bitch?" Yeah. He's he's like Mushu from Mulan.
0: <laughs> That's good. So everything's. And she's up. like, "Wait
1: a minute! You're supposed to be the one that keeps us all on time." And he's like, "What's a clock?" And, and he's she's like, like, "You're boy, wearing one." He's like, "This
0: guy's got him scared to death."
1: Yeah. Hope he doesn't see right through me. You don't like that part.
0: No, I really wish that I knew how to swim.
1: Marty's one of the biggest fans of Mulan in the world. But I
0: don't like when he goes, this guy's got him scared to death. But
1: Marty doesn't like that one line.
0: Because it sounds out of place with the rest of the song. So she meets all of the characters and they're all wrong.
1: Right. She's expecting them to act in a certain way.
0: Yeah. Tock, the grump. <laughs>
1: they're still the same character. All right. Fine, she meets Taktik, his weird mooshu brother.
0: Yeah, the grump, who's a, a purple moose. Can I tell you something? I thought that a gump was an animal.
1: Yeah, you did tell me that once.
0: Yeah, like I thought the gump, like a gump, was just like a, a breed of moose.
1: Interesting.
0: But that's so stupid.
1: It's a little stupid, I'm not It would gonna be lie. like if
0: someone thought that like all gorillas were called cocos. Because they saw a, a gorilla do ASL once. No.
1: They thought that I there know were gorillas and Cocos. <laughs> right. And Cocos are the ones that can speak ASL. And
0: then there's cats and all balls.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: This has been, hands down, the worst episode we've done so far.
1: You know what? Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose.
0: Wait, but we got to finish it.
1: Yeah, of course we do. Okay. You're so... the one who was putting a fucking kibosh on it. You were closing the, the casket while...
0: I'm sorry. You're... I had to do two jam band fan casts while you were in the bathroom. How'd so... they go? really badly.
1: <laughs> I truly can't wait to listen to them and I, I need the audience to know like I could not hear anything. So I'm truly excited to hear what happened in Silent in the Morning and Fire on the Mountain.
0: Uh, all right.
1: So she uses her knowledge
0: right, of... to transform the world back into maybe she uses her parents like psychiatric knowledge to help people in the world like get back to their normal self. Oh
1: wow. Okay. But
0: like Toctic like has ADD and she's like Toctic I think you have I think maybe you have attention deficit disorder.
1: And He's like, I don't know what that means.
0: And she's like, well, here, try using this focusing technique that I use where I click this pen. And he's like, whoa, my tactic has run down. This is insane, but I'm just grasping at straws how, here. At
1: how is this any more insane than truly anything else that we've ever pitched?
0: So she goes to Princess Mombi's castle and instead Princess Mombi can take off all of her fingers. <laughs> she's got fingers from different people is instead it does of She has heads. Yeah.
1: That is so fucked up. It's so cool. It's so fucked up, and that scene is really scary.
0: She goes to Princess Mambo.
1: Okay, Princess Mambo. and Number five. I was about to say, she's got a bunch of different heads and their names are a little bit of Jessica, <laughs> Sarah.
0: <laughs> a little bit of Rita.
1: It's all, it's all I need. <laughs> it's such a bad joke, but you really liked it. And, and, I liked that. and
0: Casey Jones has to sing Mambo number five in order to complete the task of getting her powder of life so that she can animate the grump.
1: Right. So, I mean, like, what I, I guess what I think is she expects, she expects to live out the story that she, the way that she expects has known it right. but you can't ever live somebody else's story she had to live her own exactly so with her own with skills her own knowledge and, whatever, and skill
0: of the pop culture and of the world she realizes that she actually has intake uh, in took, took in, taken in more of of her world than she realizes even though right. she's watched this movie a million times
1: even though she wishes that she didn't live in the real world she wishes she lived in return to oz yeah. now she's like you know what what made me me is what is, is what I took from the real world, not what I took from this fantasy world. Yeah. So I'm leaving me in the fantasy world as opposed to, like, the fantasy world being right. my whole identity.
0: I do want to talk about, like, the Gnome King because the Gnome King is sort of the main villain of the movie besides Princess. Like, Princess Mombi is kind of like the henchman of the Gnome King.
1: So who- I don't fucking remember the Gnome King at all. The
0: Gnome King is, like, a big, giant, gray puppet guy mm-hmm. who's really cool. He's not a puppet, but he- he's really cool. And he's the person who destroyed Oz, um, who, like, fucked it all up for everybody. And he turned everyone into artifacts and put everyone to stone and made everyone crazy. And he, for some reason, is allergic to eggs. And so Bolina shits an egg in his mouth and he crumbles and dies.
1: What the, the shit fuck? are you talking about?
0: I-, I swear to God, that's real.
1: I believe you. I'm just still fucked up.
0: Yeah. The Gnome King turns everyone into artifacts who guesses game wrong. And he makes these tea cakes. Who and this... guesses game wrong? Yeah, he guesses. They're, they're like, all right, come eat my tea cakes. Now, you get your wish. You can look at my slippers. And if you go in there and try to find the scarecrow, you can put your hand on any artifact. But if you guess wrong, ho, 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 you you'll die. see. And they all guess wrong and get turned into artifacts. And then Dorothy goes in and realizes that anyone who's from Oz is a green artifact. And so she starts just putting her hands on all the green shit in the store and yelling out, now or whatever she yells. And then they turn into
1: themselves. Yeah.
0: Which kind of a. Lucky shot that she got all three of them in one try.
1: I mean, and also like you know, you'll you'll be like this is the worst sequel we've ever pitched. What you just said is such garbage.
0: It's but in the movie it's good. Is it? Yeah. I think so.
1: Maybe it's good because you feel an, an emotional attachment to it. Maybe if I, I just
0: want to be Casey Jones.
1: If I pitched to you that and I was like, She goes into a store and she touches all the green ones because the green ones are Oz, you'd be like, Why? How? Because
0: they are Emerald City.
1: Okay. It could have been yellow for Yellow Brick Road.
0: Hmm. Goodbye, been, Yellow Brick they Road. It could have been
1: pink for Glinda.
0: Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. What's... what's Welcome to everybody? my old fan uh, cast. <laughs> oh, I was going to say um, Pink Floyd, but that's Goodbye, Blue Sky. Yeah. We need an ending for the uh, movie.
1: Well, yeah. So I think she goes to the Gnome King.
0: And
1: what's she, different about the Gnome King in this time? Let's make is, it less fucked up. He's not allergic to eggs.
0: Okay. He's allergic to gluten. and <laughs> He's <laughs> played
1: by Marty Scanlon. Yeah.
0: he. Thanks. Thank you for that. He... Um, and his name is the the Dome King. And he's a big dome.
1: And she has to go in and touch everything that's not dome-shaped.
0: Yeah, no. So Belina the hen is actually Belinda. It's
1: actually Rockadoodle. The crow that crows yes. and makes the sun come up.
0: And she's like, oh no, Belina is Rockadoodle now. He, She can't lay an egg to kill the Gnome King. What is she going to do? Right. And Rockadoodle's like, well, what, what does sunlight always shine through in beautiful scenery? wheat and go pulls <laughs> some wheat out of out of his pockets, out and, of his rocket pockets. And, and he d- throws wheat down the Gnome King's gullet. And he's like, oh, I have autoimmune symptoms now. And his yeah. joints get really swelled up and he has to call out of work.
1: <laughs> he's got like a headache that makes his eyes bleary and yeah. he goes to the bathroom a lot. I don't... I'm just saying general symptoms yeah, uh-huh. of the Gnome King.
0: <laughs> of the Dome King. Of the
1: Dome King. So
0: he gets destroyed. He has to call out of work for three days and... She goes back to her land. She gets yeah. Transported I feel like once back. he
1: gets destroyed and like like order is established, she like begins to disappear. And they're like, "Where are you going?" Yeah, Ozma. is like
0: Casey Jones. You did it.
1: Yeah. You, like, where are you, you going, Casey Jones? And she's like,
0: "I have to go back to my people."
1: Yeah. Like I,
0: I don't belong in this world.
1: I changed your world,
0: and you changed mine. Oh wow! For the better, and I've been changed for, for good. good.
1: And she disappears. And Fiero crawls out of a, out of a trap, trap door.
0: door. <laughs> <laughs> and is like, Is she gone?
1: You and I both clearly hate yep. it so badly. She
0: goes, Is she gone? And then she looks and then it cuts to her back into her parents' house, and her parents come into her room and she's watching the original Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I'm like, no, oh, She's watching Labyrinth. Why Labyrinth? Because I'm getting there. She's watching Labyrinth.
1: And her parents are like, We have news. We're expecting. And it's like, dun, dun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's great. And then she looks at the mirror and Ozma is in the mirror and Tick, and the Grump and all the, all of her friends are in the mirror. And she goes, I miss you all so much. I want to tell my mom about you, which is how Return to Oz ends. She goes oh, like, she right. sees Ozma in the mirror and she's like, Aunt Em, come look. And Ozma's like, be quiet. Don't tell anybody anything. And she's like, okay, sorry. And then all of her friends are there. And she goes, I wish that you all could be here. And they go, well, why didn't you say so? Yeah what are you doing and so my baby and they all come out of the mirror is that true crying hard as babe could cry wait wait wait
1: wait wait. does this really happen what
0: could i do in labyrinth it does my oh. baby's love had gone come Go on sing it with me and laugh. my baby blue nobody knew do you know the next lyric nope. what kind of magic spells to use Slime and snails, or poppy dog's tails, thunder or lightning. And baby said,
1: goo goo ga, ga. Yes!
0: Dance, magic, <laughs> dance, <laughs> dance, magic, dance.
1: I got dance there. Dance, magic, put dance um, magic wait. in the But in, in Return to us, they do not come out of the mirror, correct?
0: No, they just look at her in the mirror. I just wanted but to roll it all anti- in with they, like...
1: does Aunt M see them?
0: No. She's about to. And then the people are like, don't show us, uh-huh. idiot. <laughs> Interesting. I just wanted to mix all of my favorite sort of like fantasy turning into reality. Yeah. So it's like never ending story meets return to Oz meets Labyrinth. Labyrinth.
1: And they're like, we're having a baby and she's like,
0: uh oh and she looks right uh-oh. at the camera and goes Uh oh yeah. and then it zooms in, in her mouth. Oh god, I just punched the microphone.
1: The thing that is so great about Wizard of Oz, like the original Wizard of Oz, is that the people from her life are the people in the story so that it's either that she really did go to a magical place yeah. inhabited by people in a world like her own yeah. or she didn't go there and the people of her world, it, you know, became yeah. her imaginary world. Um, and
0: Return to Oz actually does that as well. Does it? Yes. Yeah, so the Gnome King is basically played by the psychiatrist who electroshocks uh-huh. her. huh Princess Mombi is like the weird nurse that like tries to keep her okay, locked good. up.
1: That's what I wanted to make sure yeah. because I was like, it's weird to me that Return to Oz wouldn't even acknowledge that like it, it's a it's a yes or no. Who yeah, knows?
0: no, Return to Oz definitely does that. And like Ozma is like the nice girl who's in the psych ward as well. With gotcha. Her.
1: It is fucked up that Dorothy Gale, is beloved, in a psych ward. goes yeah, goes to a psych ward.
0: Yeah, it'd be like if Charlie in the Chocolate Factory if he got diabetes after the second day and lived out the rest of his life with one leg.
1: It's so weird it's such a weird perversion of the things that you like yeah about but then again i, I mean i guess you loved the movie so i guess it wasn't that fucked up but no like,
0: it was just a cool take on it yeah just like this one was do you like the name return to return to Oz"? yeah of course okay
1: rockadoodle 2
0: rockadoodle 2 return, return to return to, return to Oz.
1: Oz. uh in rockadoodle i just want to finish up what happens Or at least what I remember of what happens. He's in Vegas and he's like a low rent. Like nobody goes and pays attention to him. It's not Vegas, but it's like basically Vegas. Um, And all of the friends from the farm are like, come on, Rockadoo, you have to come back. It's been totally taken over like Scar. And he's like, no, guys, like I'm not special. I thought my whole life I was like some sort of like demigod or at least just good. And and it turns out I'm, I'm nothing. Yeah. And Ellen Green is a waitress, and she's like a little bird or something. And she's like, you're not
0: nothing. You're something. Marty, that's exactly right. Look at me.
1: I love seeing the sun every morning. If I could lay an egg, I would. And I'm allergic to Yeah, And also, it's like kind of that thing where, like, you know how in cartoon movies, there was still a lot of, um, like, creepy female sexual objectification? And I don't mean, like, of their body, but, like, how it was kind of okay in cartoon movies for...
0: For, like, birds to have boobs.
1: No, for men characters to be like, come here, tits. And she's like you don't understand do you know what i mean like yeah.
0: who was that was that Alan, was that chucky from Rugrats? shut the
1: fuck up i literally am leaving podcast over but but like she's like a waitress in if you, in if, Vegas. you do, if
0: you do leave i have one more i have one more fan cast for
1: you <laughs> i don't have to pee again so lucky you um but yeah it's like fucked up she's got like tits and like a little waist and they're all and they're all like come over here and serve me sweetheart and she's like and but she like loves rockadool and so she goes back to the farm with him and she's like to me, you've always been some sort of a hero. <laughs> you know what? It was good. I, I like it. Thank
0: you. <laughs> I like it. I think it was a pretty good impression. And
1: then in the end, the sun rises, and then the, 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 the owl dies. You, you know how I want to end this episode? I want you to find what I remember to be a song from Rockadoodle, which may or may not be true, where the owl is playing the organ, a la the Phantom of the Opera, that little creep, and he's like, oop de doop doop de doop doop everybody is going to be, that's what, that's what I remember. So... And that'll be the ride out of this episode. Um, And if it doesn't exist, then just loop what I did a couple of times.
0: Something that I like about this podcast is that it sucks now.
1: (laughs) Something that I like about this podcast is it has made me consider movies that I haven't given a goddamn thought to in a million years. You
0: know how I feel every second of every waking moment. What do you mean? I just, I can't get anything out of my brain. I think I'm special. (laughs) I think. <laughs> I got <laughs> you to laugh. All right, fine. I'll do the whoopty doopty doopty doo but I also want to take you out on one last okay fan cast. Okay, or no, you know what? Maybe I'll maybe I'll do it without you here. Where should I go? I don't know. Don't you have to pee again? I could go pee. All
1: right. I'm sorry. I drank a lot of. Uh, first of all, I drank a lot of water at that workout class. I just want to say for the people at home, I don't have a bladder infection. I just drank a lot of water.
0: Um, thank you all very much for listening to Making Number Two. We are here every other Thursday. And um, if you like what you're listening to, please download the shitty Apple Podcast app and give us a five star rating on it.
1: Actually, it's already on your phone. You can't do anything about it. No,
0: you can delete it now.
1: Oh, well, get that shit off your phone. Uh, what are you waiting for? All
0: right. And now to take us out, I will do my last fan cast. Doop
1: de doop, liddy. This is what you've got from me.
0: Uh, it's acclaimed musical improviser, Allie Gordon. You can see her on teaser at UCB.
1: Is this coming out before 6-1? Because my next show is uh, June 1st at the nope, UCB Hell's Kitchen Theater. Nope, this will be Hell's out, out in August. Okay.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to... Onward and Upward, an Umphreys McGee fan cast where I talk to you about my favorite jam bands and my favorite guitar licks. Now, I love this lick when Crony is like right here, this drop. Ah, it's so great. I love Crony's guitar. I love Bruce's bass. I love Danny's drums, and I love Keith's keyboards. Something I love about Umphreys McGee is that all of their... Musicians match their names of their instruments and that's something that always amazes me. I just want to give a shout out to my friend's podcast Making Number Two. It's a movie podcast. It's insane. I hope you enjoy it. We'll see you next time on Onward and Upward. What is this? It's an Umphreys McGee fan cast. Oh, I
1: love Umphreys McGee. (laughs) Do you like Umphreys McGee?
0: Uh, I like some of their stuff, yeah.
1: Have you ever listened to when they do like crazy mashups? Yeah. I love that. You Can't Rock My Dream Face. Have you heard that one? No that one slaps thank you everybody
0: <laughs> thank are you because it was just funny um any last words before i break up with you
1: before i, before <laughs> I close this coffin and bury you whatever yeah i have last words okay Don't. it's me you're after it's me
0: mm, bum, 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 bum. <laughs>
1: you had to sing it like ellen green do it marty so, I have
0: to change the key. Is ever gonna bring me
1: down? I hope you're happy
0: Bring me down. So, we've got to bring her.
1: Oh, somewhere. <laughs> there he <you> goes. Green. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's.
1: Oh, this has
0: no. been terrible.
1: It really has. Goodbye, that was everyone. Ir- that was irresponsible. Do you want to know what the worst part is of Wicked? If I'm supposed to believe that Fiero is the scarecrow, then why does she fucking light the scarecrow on fire like 15 times in The Wizard of Oz?
0: She's mad at him. She's like, dude, you fucked Bach.
1: Now that is an interesting take on Wicked. <laughs>